It's not only people, too, who may be fresh out of a relationship mm-hmm. and may be upset about being alone and is anyone ever going to love me. Sometimes it's people who were in problem relationships. Yes. You're like, ugh, I gotta buy a card for mm-hmm. this <laughs> 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 Why, hello there and welcome to episode 88 of Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Courtney Kelly, a mental health therapist. I, Brian Mulhern, a longtime patient. And let me give you a little peek into what a pain in the ass I am for Courtney. <laughs> Just a little peek, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's all we have time for. It's only a 30-minute podcast. Yeah. So Super Bowl Sunday is coming up this weekend. As we yes. tape, it is Friday. So earlier in the week, I find this article about how the gambling is out of control for mm. this. And I thought, hey, Courtney, it'd be great to do a gambling addiction podcast. Let me send you all the materials. So Courtney scurries away, works on it for 24 hours. <laughs> the next day, she comes back in, and I'm like, have you done any work on that yet? She's like, yes. <laughs> Why, Brian? To which I say... Because I have a new idea and I want to go in a different direction. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Maybe we'll do that one next week Mm -hmm. coming off of the Super Bowl and all of the money that I'm going to lose. But in the meantime. You need advice for that too. (laughs) (laughs) There's something else that has me upset or at least has in the past. And I was basing this off of conversations that we were having on our morning radio show. Not only is it Super Bowl Sunday coming up, on Monday it's Valentine's Mm Day. And there are two things I think of when it comes to Valentine's Day. I'd better remember to get my wife a goddamn gift. Oh, yeah, you do. Yep. (laughs) And then secondly, I always tend to think back to the days when I was single and how I'd been devastated by a recent relationship. And sure enough, Valentine's Day would come and I'm looking around and everyone's in love Mm. and everyone's so happy. And I'm seeing the social media posts and the videos and this one's getting flowers, that one's getting candy. And I'm just sitting there saying to myself, I've never hated my life more than I Mm. hate it right now. Now, and much like other holidays, like let's just say Christmas, for instance, Courtney, when that rolls around, if people have lost a loved one, that can be very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself suddenly single around Valentine's Day, and if you're already prone to depression, Mm -hmm. it can be very problematic. Very problematic, yes. And the thing is, it can open up old wounds. Just like you said, I mean, you remember those feelings from back then, even though you're in a much happier place, but still you can feel how you were. Are you it's funny, though, because <laughs> there's two things in life where I have like a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. It's when Valentine's Day comes and I'm like, oh, oh God, thank God. Oh, that's right. I have, I my have wife. Carla. <laughs> and then the other one is back to school sales. Oh, oh thank God I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That one always sends you into a tizzy, too. But yeah, you think about breakups. You think about grief and loss. When mm-hmm. people have lost someone, a really, really sad divorce, really difficult. Sure. So it pulls up a lot of emotions. It could be depression. It could be sadness. It could be some anger. Anger, could be resentfulness, could be that when you go on social media, you start getting really triggered and angry too because you see, and as we know with social media, people put their best foot forward. Right. It looks like everyone's having an amazing time. It looks like people are having the perfect Valentine's Day, even though after they take the little picture, they might all be like, rah, 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 what are we going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? It could be like that. So remember to take everything with a grain of salt, but we're bombarded by these images of how we think we're supposed to be. And so It can be really hard. A lot of expectations on Valentine's Day. And it's not only people, too, who may be fresh out of a relationship Mm -hmm. and may be upset about being alone and is anyone ever going to love me. Sometimes it's people who are in problem relationships. And you're like, ugh, I got to buy a card for Mm -hmm. this (laughs) 
<laughs> and you're sifting through it. Well, I don't love her that much. <laughs> I got to find something a little bit more. Generic. You guys got any blank insights? <laughs> That's true, because if people are trying to work through issues or, yeah, they're having issues in their relationship. The other thing is you could be in a decent relationship. But relationships happen, especially when you're married. You have your ups and downs. Little bumps and in the road, sure. I will disclose there was a Valentine's Day or two. Oh, do tell. Where I- <laughs> I'm so glad I switched up the topic Listen, now. <laughs> I love my husband, Mike, to the moon and back, and I swear I love him more now. And I know it sounds cliche, but I really do. I no, get you appreciate I, them more. I do, and I get excited when I see his truck, when I know he's home and I'm coming home. I just love him so much. But I remember ironically, especially at the beginning, right after we got married, there was a lot of expectation that I put on myself about what that meant, getting married. Now, for him, it was like, nah, we're still doing the same thing. We were living together. It's the same thing. There was this weird thing that went on, and I had a hard time with it. And I remember there were a couple of Valentine's Days where I felt like things weren't going the way that I wanted it to go, and why isn't it working out? And so I would get frustrated, and I remember looking at cards. I vividly recall, just like you had said, picking up the card and being like, ugh. Which one? I don't know. Which one's appropriate? Because I'm not feeling this. I was getting frustrated about some things. And I still loved him. And we were working through some things. But yeah, every relationship has that. Can you do everybody a favor and stop watching The Notebook? (laughs) (laughs) Romance. Well, there is this too, Courtney, where Hollywood creates certain Mm -hmm. expectations about the fairy tale and all that stuff. And how many areas of your life are the fairy tale? Exactly. Seriously. When you get together with somebody, there's going to be those bumps and you're growing growing together and you're learning about each other and you're trying to figure things out. So that's the other thing I just want to have people remember. These expectations, it's like, okay, let's question that. Take a pause and take a breath. Is this realistic that I'm thinking everything has to be so hunky-dory 24-7 and maybe there's a Valentine's Day where you guys are just kind of chilling out. You just pop in a movie or you don't even feel like celebrating. There's many couples who actually boycott Valentine's Day. (laughs) Or is there something beautiful in things sucking? (laughs) Right. Actually, it's so funny because I was reading this article and this woman was saying how she was embracing one year. She was so upset about a breakup. She said, I thought everything was great. And then all of a sudden he just said, nope, I'm not into you and totally took off on her. So she embraced it for Valentine's that year. And she said, it's going to suck. And so she's like, I'm going to be depressed. It's going to be terrible, but I'm going to watch certain movies and I'm going to go out and do certain things that I want to do. And she just embraced those feelings. And I think that's part of having compassion for yourself and understanding and labeling those feelings and being like, what's going on with me right now and knowing that it will get better, but sometimes you have to embrace it. And also an effective way to process it, Mm -hmm. to let it go, to grieve, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned, too, certain people just avoiding the holiday altogether. And you said to me recently, as we were going back and forth about something else, Valentine's Day, not necessarily something that you and the husband celebrate all that much anymore. Is it because of that bumpy past where you just said, look, I'm being (laughs) completely unreasonable. Right. There's really no point to this exercise. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people, too, cheap people like my dad. It's a Hallmark holiday. Exactly. It's something that's made up for money. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've gotten on the same page with that. Mike knows that I like my chocolate mini eggs. So if you get me those, <laughs> then I'm good. And maybe a card. We're really big into cards. So he'll get me a couple of cards and they're always so funny. And he takes his time to pick out the greatest cards. So to me, that's what makes it because he takes his time to do something that I would 
enjoy and, yeah, and thoughtful. So that to me is what really matters. But there's many years we're just like, hey, did you remember Valentine's? No, me neither. Okay, forget it. Let's skip it. And we're cool with that. Do you find, because I know as the holidays approach in general, mm-hmm. the Christmases, the Hanukkahs, the New Year's and everything else, yep. that a lot of your clients get more and more depressed. Mm-hmm. Does this sort of thing ramp up around Valentine's Day? Do you see that as much? Yeah, I see it more with the major holidays around Christmas time and Thanksgiving and stuff like that because there seems to be a lot more things that can trigger you with that. But yeah, definitely Valentine's Day. Some people are just like, ah, people get very angry about Valentine's Day sometimes. So I always talk to people about celebrating it with other people. If you're not with the person that you would have celebrated with, or maybe there was a breakup or something like that, find some other people around you that you want to celebrate with or take yourself out. I remember when I was in New York and I lived there for four years, there was times when I was lonely. I always said, it's funny because New York has millions and millions of people, but yet you feel like sometimes like you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, you know what, if I can't hang out with friends or if there's nothing going on, I'm going to make a plan to do something with myself. I'm going to just go by myself somewhere and make a day of it. And so I started to make these plans to go kind of like a tourist, certain things I wanted to see in New York. So I made a plan to do that. And I think stuff like that can help to get you through too, to think about, well, when I was with so-and-so, they never liked romantic comedies or they didn't want to go out to certain places with me. So I'm going to go there now. (laughs) Take advantage of the fact and look at it from another perspective. That New York thing is kind of like the water, water everywhere, but not a drop Mm, to drink. You know, you get so overwhelmed by how many people are around you, but are they really around you? Right. They're really just props sometimes and that can depress you. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned doing something yourself or looking at it differently because first of all, on Sunday, in addition to it being Super Bowl Sunday, Mm -hmm. Thanks to Amy Poehler and Parks and Rec, there is also something called Galentine's Day that they started on that show Mm -hmm. where maybe the girls, and especially if it's single girls, get together and celebrate that way. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that you can maybe work through that holiday. Find your people and have fun with them. Maybe there's some other people who went through breakups or they're not so keen on Valentine's Day. Take the day back. (laughs) Don't even acknowledge the day. Sometimes you can just ignore certain things. Stay off social media. (laughs) Take a break from it because you can ignore a lot of things if you're not on social media. Social media puts a light on so many things in our life. And if you shut it down for a couple of days and focus on some other things, maybe then you don't have to give it the attention. Oh, believe you me, Courtney and my wife can ignore me like nobody's business. (laughs) Carla taught me that. She said, just space out. (laughs) She's Miyagi, you're Danielson when it comes to that whole deal. But I also did see a recent survey Mm -hmm. and it was talking about how Valentine's Day should be redefined. And it's Mm -hmm. similar to what you just said. It should be about all kinds of love. It doesn't have to be romantic love. Mm -hmm. It can be love that's related to friendship, to family, to your pets. To your pets. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Take your pet out. Go for a walk and do something special with them. Dress them up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if love's going to be going both ways on that one. That might be looking a little bit annoyed. (laughs) My dog's like, you stay away from me with those jackets or anything like that. Or maybe make it about your love for processed meats. It could be anything. (laughs) Of course, it goes back to food with Brian. But yeah, it could be anything. And so that's another thing is get creative and redefine it. Look at it from a different way. The other thing too, and we always talk about this, separating your feelings from your thoughts. So just like you had said, when you feel those feelings, some of the thinking that you had when you didn't have someone, you'd say, am I ever going to find someone again? Mm -hmm. Or, oh, are people going to put up with this? Or, oh my gosh, they broke up with me. So I don't know. Am I worthy? All of these things. Separate that out and say, okay, I'm feeling badly. I'm feeling depressed. That's normal. I'm 
feeling sad because I have a loss. And that actually shows that there was something in the relationship that was valuable, right? Mm -hmm. Because you cared about it enough that it affected you. But then realize, okay, but let me look at those thoughts. Is that really true? If we use extreme language, never, always, that usually indicates that there's something going on. Okay, maybe that's not rational thinking. So maybe I will find someone someday. So maybe I just need to take care of myself right now and sit with these feelings. And Courtney, in the meantime, are you saying it's better to have lost at love than never to have loved, <laughs> loved at all. all? Much like Brett Michaels and every rose has its thorn, <laughs> that poet laureate. <laughs> oh, yes. And I think it's so true. There was some quote about using yourself up by the time you're done with this life. Mm-hmm. Like you want to experience everything. It's scary, right? I mean, a lot of that is too falling on your face. You put yourself out there and you can get rejected and it is scary. But also knowing that that is also how you find those great moments of joy and connection is when you put yourself out there. Garth Brooks was just talking about that the other day. He just turned 60 and he shared some birthday wisdom. Go ahead, fall on your face. You'll realize though, you'll get yourself back up and you're okay. Try some new things. Get out there. Explore. No risk, no reward. And and he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's getting a tattoo at 60. Yes, okay, yes. people? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You remind yourself you're here to experience and to live, not to stand on the sidelines and watch everybody else doing their thing. Now, no solution is perfect. And I will say this in relation to saying, okay, refocus your energy on different kinds of love mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. Maybe spend some time with family members that you love. Right. Those could be the family members who are going to say to you, when are you going to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend? friend. Are you ever going to get married? Uh, What do you do with something like that? Right, right. I mean, with that, you can try to have some humor about it and also let them know like, hey, let's focus on the day. Let's focus on what we do have. And instead of going in that direction, I think people are well-meaning. They want us to find someone. They want us to be connected and find that love. Sometimes, though, the way they go about it is very naggy and very upsetting. So if there's somebody who just is relentless and they don't stop with that, then that's when you want to limit the time that you're with them. And also maybe make those requests like, hey, I totally get it. But when you do that, it's really upsetting. So could we talk about some other things? Try to handle it in that way too. How about another area of anxiety and depression when it comes to Valentine's Day in this era of inflation? When the bill comes after I take my wife out to dinner. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) Yeah, don't yell, Brian. Don't yell when you're out to dinner. Don't make a scene, (laughs) Mohart. Exactly. Don't make a scene. But yeah, I know, right? We try to like make some special dinners at home just to save money going out to eat, but then you look at the bill of what you're buying. Like I said, that pot roast I bought the other day, it's like everything's going up. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe that is some advice for people who are in long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. That is a way to make it fun. Get creative together. Do an activity together. Mm -hmm. All right. What if we work on this recipe or Mm -hmm. this Valentine's Day related activity or a little boom chicka bow bow. (laughs) (laughs) How can we get creative there as well? Bake cake in like lingerie, Brian. (laughs) It's as if you've been Zooming my entire life. (laughs) It's like, how about we do that? And actually, yeah, make it fun. Like do something different that doesn't have to cost a lot too because that's another, like you said, a pressure, especially like flowers. How much do they cost on Valentine's? Mm -hmm. What I specifically,
typically tell my husband every year, if you're going to get me flowers, do it after Valentine's because that's when the price goes down. And seriously, what's the difference of waiting a few days or a week? It's going to be so much cheaper. Make a Valentine's Day on a different day when the chocolates and the candies go on half price, right? Here's the difference. When her friends say to my wife, where's his flowers? <laughs> What'd you get? Well, he gets them on the 15th because they're cheaper. <laughs> when are you going to leave him? <laughs> it sort of has to be her idea. Because for me, it's my idea that I tell my husband. So You just have to make idea. sure that that person yeah, is taking ownership that. of that exactly. whole phenomenon. <laughs> the cheap flowers. I have a bundle of those. They look half dead. Yeah, I'll take those. <laughs> I wonder, too, because as we say all of these things, if this is a day yeah. that tends to cause more in the way of bickering, disagreements, oh, disappointment, yeah. and ramps up maybe some already existing problems. Mm. What kind of advice do you have for couples in that way? Yeah, it goes back to that expectation and comparison. We're comparing ourselves to other people. Oh, I heard so-and-so is going out to eat at Capitol Grill. There's a lot of that comparison, and we have to kind of check ourselves on that, too, and realize when we're doing that and when we're putting a pressure on there that doesn't need to be. Or maybe we need to plan it out the way that we want to. I think a lot of times, and I don't mean to say like a man or a woman thing, but sometimes it will happen a lot with females. We tend to say things, but it may not be straight up. And so a lot of times with males, I will hear from people, they will say it very bluntly. And so when a female is trying to describe something like, oh, this is what I want to do, I'll say, oh, did you tell him that? Well, in so many words, he can read between the lines. And <laughs> no, I'm like, we can't. He's not going to read between the lines. Some will, but a lot won't. On behalf of all men out there, we're pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we are not reading between the lines. So I tell people, if you want something, you need to ask for it. And they say, well, that's not romantic. I'm like, well, it's not romantic What's to the not alternative? get what you want. Exactly. Because then you're just going to stew and get resentful and then you're not getting what you want. And so over and over this happens because people are afraid to communicate in that way. And how many times do we say what a key that is to work around mm -hmm. issues? Don't bury it. Right. Get it out. And even if it's in therapy, which is mm -hmm. the whole purpose of this podcast, right. get all that bad stuff out because if you keep pushing it down and pushing it down, it's eventually going to come out some other way right. and it's not going to be pretty because all of those problems are going to come on at once. And I've talked about this before, the five love languages, but I discuss it with my clients. There's different ways that we show love and sometimes the way that we want to be shown love is how we're showing it to someone else, but maybe that's not their value. So for example, with my husband, I like to be appreciated. I like words of appreciation. He doesn't really care for them, but he doesn't care one way or the other, I well, should say. Well, here's where I relate, and we've talked about this in the past. Some people feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. getting compliments of any kind, right. and I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. And if my wife tries to say something about me in a nice way, mm -hmm. my knee jerk is to shoot it down or dismiss right. it, and then that does not bring out the best in her. Right. Because here I am trying to say something nice to you, and this is your response. Exactly. So the thing is, though, I will say to him, oh, I so appreciate when you do that. Oh, thank you so much for, I don't know, fixing the toilet or whatever it is. <laughs> you want to talk about romance. <laughs> He's a contractor. He fixes everything. So I will be showering him with all this appreciation. He's just like, yeah. But I think part of that was I'm trying to plant that seed for him to give me some appreciation and I wasn't getting it. I said, listen, can you just tell me you appreciate me? He's like, you should already know that I appreciate you. And I was like, you need to tell me. 
I'm married to you. I think I've had this conversation. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, there's also a little bit of this too, Courtney. You are projecting what you want, mm-hmm. assuming that that's what he exactly. wants. And we're all different. And that's why if you read the book or if you look up what the five love languages are, it's like, oh, because usually we have a top two or three. And they say, like, if you fill that person up with the things that they want and you let them know what it is you want, then you're honoring each other. But it's not always the same. So me thinking he wants appreciation, that's not going to be helpful. But he also needs to know what I need, even though he's not comfortable (laughs) with giving me appreciation or he's not comfortable with appreciation, then it lets him know. So now he says, thank you. He says, thank you (laughs) to a lot of things. And I say, I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate it as well. But at least we get that out there because I kept feeling like I wasn't getting what I needed for him to show me that he loved me. (laughs) That whole thing, the thank you thing. It reminds me of when Jim and Pam were having trouble on the office and they had to go to therapy and I appreciate your truth. And they started talking to each other in therapy. And one of the guys, the younger kids who worked with him was like, are you guys both high right now? Because I might be into whatever you're up. What's going on over here? Speaking of those love languages for all of the Trekkies out there, Klingonese is not one of them. Many women, guys, don't appreciate that one. No. Oh, my gosh. Bringing things back to inflation, Courtney, I have to buy a gift for my wife and my mistress. Discuss. (laughs) Oh, my. I'm going to stay right out of that one. My goodness. I'm just playing around for the purposes of the podcast in case my wife and or mistress are listening. I know you would spend more on your wife. (laughs) Well, depends on who's listening. (laughs) Come on. Like, I can get two women. Some people are lucky to just be able to get one. But if you are somebody who is in the throes of feeling like you can't find that person, Mm -hmm. you're the person I'm most worried about. And Mm -hmm. that's why I said, we've got to talk about this because some of my deepest depths, Courtney, because a lot of what I went into for therapy Mm -hmm. revolved around failed relationships. And I just remember those weekends sitting at home by myself, never mind Valentine's Day, but Mm -hmm. I would come home on a Friday and I literally remember having the thought, if I died right now, nobody would know until I didn't show up to work on Monday. And that thought process, Mm -hmm. and we talked last week about suicide and everything else, you start going down those paths of nobody loves me, nobody cares to the extent that I could go for 72 hours and even if they find me dead, is anybody going to care? It really starts to get that bad. And then when Valentine's Day comes too, especially after a weekend on a Monday, that's where I really worry about people. And that's the thing. If you start to notice that you're having those thoughts or if you're hearing people talking like that, talking in those kind of ways, really suggesting that they reach out. And it doesn't mean reaching out for therapy, but therapy, it can be really important Mm -hmm. in that to help give people tools to challenge some of that thinking and to really realize, to figure out some things they can do positively to move forward and choose other ways so that they can feel better about themselves. That it's not just one way, okay? Just because Valentine's Day doesn't mean people all have to be with somebody. And like we said, it doesn't have to be about romantic love. It can be about showing some self-love and self-compassion and doing something for yourself. There's so many supports and resources that we have like we talk about on our website at catcountry.com, wellness411 page. But the therapy piece, if you really feel that you keep getting stuck on this and the depression is getting deeper, then that's really a sign to talk to someone and get some professional help around it. And here's where therapy is also important if you are in that mindset and in that rut. Mm -hmm. If you ever followed the stories of Winnie the Pooh, it wasn't exactly Eeyore who was getting all the chicks. Mm -hmm. And that's because your personality becomes less attractive 
perspective. Right, when right. you're just negative all the time and down, there's nothing appealing about that whatsoever. Right. And I've even been in relationships where I thought things were fine, but I kind of am prone towards depression. Mm-hmm. And as I've said in the past, my first wife, once I went away to Los Angeles to work for a little while, she said, quote, it was as if a huge weight was being lifted off of my shoulders. And it was that Eeyore weight. Mm-hmm. It was that I never have anything good to say. I never have anything positive to say. And in doing so, even if I don't realize it, I'm dragging you down with me. Mm-hmm. So when that presence leaves the room, suddenly things boost back up. So those kinds of attitudes, mindsets, not only can they damage an existing relationship, who's going to want to date that? And that's where you really need to grab that bull by the horns and, and get it into also, therapy. Yeah. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right. because you send it out there. You're like, I'm never going to meet anybody. And you keep continuing with that. You send it out there and people feel that vibe. They're like, oh, okay. Well, in some ways too, you stop trying. Yeah. Yeah. Because you also feel like, well, what's the point? Even if I do find somebody, mm-hmm. I'm going to screw it up anyway. Well, why are you going to screw it up? Right. Could right. it be this attitude, this very mm-hmm. attitude that you are going through right now? Might that be the problem? And can you fix that? The answer is yes. Yeah. And that's not to say I'm perfect because believe you me, I still have to fight it. It's like people who say I'm an alcoholic. Well, you haven't had a drink in 17 years. Yeah, but I'm mm-hmm. always going to be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I always have to work around that albatross. Mm-hmm. It's always the elephant in the room. And it's the same thing for me. Sometimes I have to catch myself around mm-hmm. my wife and make sure that I'm not being Eeyore again. Right. I don't want to mess up a second marriage. Well, the thing is, too, because now you have that awareness to stop and notice. Mm-hmm. And that is so important to be able to say, wait a minute. Okay, how am I feeling and where is this bringing me? And let me read the room. What am I affecting here? And now you can shift. Before, you just were like, well, what's the point? And be kind of stuck in it. But now you have the tools to be able to see that. And then you can kind of reshift and make new plans to have a different perspective. And when I do have that awareness around my wife, here's what I do. I walk out of the room as Eeyore and then mm-hmm. I come back as Winnie the Pooh. Shirt, <laughs> no pants. All right. Let's let the Valentine's Woo! festivities begin. And she's so excited, isn't, isn't Not she? Not really. <laughs> she's like, can I have Eeyore back? <laughs> and wait a minute. Eeyore doesn't wear pants either. Well, <laughs> or they like Tigger. You come running in and knock her over. <laughs> oh, I've never been Tigger. Got <laughs> all that energy. Woo! All right. Well, Courtney, I think this has been very helpful. And this is a minefield. Yeah. Don't oh, kid yeah. yourself when mm-hmm. it comes to things like that. But there are many directions that you can go in. You've mentioned the resources. Mm-hmm. And if people want to contact you personally, maybe just to hit on you for Valentine's Day. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Because it sounds like your husband sometimes underperforms <laughs> around this time of year. I'm just no. saying. I love Mike. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> He's getting me the cheap flowers. Yeah. <laughs> on because the 17th. Because I told him to. Exactly. Yes, people. People can contact me, wellness at WCTK.com. Oh, my gosh. I don't think he's listening, so <laughs> if he is, I'm going to get an earful. <laughs> he doesn't care enough for you to say a thank you, and he doesn't care enough to listen to this crap. You can also catch us socials at Cat Country Mornings, individual pages, Courtney with a C, Kelly E-Y, sometimes Bedard, Brian Mulhern, Brian with an I, H-E-R-N. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, your smart devices. The important thing, we already have you, and you 
are our Valentine. Even if you don't feel like yes. you have one, you most definitely are. We want to bring more Valentines yes, to the table. So please spread that word because the one thing that I love, and it has been happening, Courtney, slowly but surely, mm-hmm. the numbers keep going up every, every week, every, every month. And I'm like, great, we're helping nice. somebody. It's not even that we're in this for money. Will we take money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but first and foremost, well, first for Courtney, we want to help people. <laughs> Second, she wants the cash. I, I might flip it depending on how much I have to spend on the mistress and the wife. <laughs> That's true. So before I get into any more trouble, <laughs> good luck with the Super Bowl, with the betting yes. and all that crap. Maybe we'll deal with that next week. Happy Valentine's Day, and thanks for listening to Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Thank you. I want to talk about-